without even talking I'm gonna start to cry <laughs> so you guys know that I am in a relationship with Oliver since I think 17 years it's been a long long time four years ago I got to know another man and I felt drawn towards this man and about four years ago I started a relationship with him. Now the thing is that I explored this for the first three months without telling Oliver and I explored this in its full capacity. Wow, this chick is a master of euphemisms. I explored this for three months without telling my boyfriend. Um, you mean you cheated on your boyfriend and then lied about it for three months. Oh, but don't worry guys. Before she explored this relationship in its full capacity, she made sure that the new guy didn't have any STDs. I will say though, I did wait to have actual sex with um, this man um, until he actually made a test. How generous of her. Did I mention that they had a six-year-old child when she did this? We have a son together. I gave birth to my greatest inspiration of all, my sunshine Jonah. Yes, your greatest inspiration. I can tell you really love your son. That's why you cheated on his father and took a vacation to go have sex with some other guy while your child was still in elementary school. If that doesn't say great mom, then I don't know what does. Anyway, this is Adina Rivers. Adina is a YouTuber and social media influencer from Germany who gives sex and relationships advice and sells a bunch of fake sexual enhancement programs that pretty much don't do anything. Four years ago, she cheated on her boyfriend Oliver, who she says she's been in a relationship with for 17 years. She says she eventually told him about the other guy, but considering how much she lied and used words that were misleading during this video, I don't believe her. He most likely found out about it on his own. Everything she did in the video was to misrepresent the situation. Even her intro, she spent nine and a half minutes saying nothing before she actually said what happened. She spent almost half the video spewing verbal diarrhea about what a great person she is and how real she is, intermixed with long pauses of her doing this. So Oliver finds out about her cheating on him, then she decides to sell it as polyamory or an open relationship, and he accepts. What a simp. You can tell he's not okay with it. Listen to how he describes the relationship in an older video made after he found out about it. What is the current status of your relationship and do you believe in titles and labels? I would say our current status is committed. Yeah, that's what I would call it right now. I like that. And I feel like the longer we are in a relationship, the less I feel the desire to define it. So what would you call it if you had to call it something? Relationship? <laughs> wow, that was sad. That's like a guy confessing his love to a girl he's known for years, only for her to say, you're like a brother to me. I don't get it. If it were me, that statement from her would be the end of the relationship. 17 years and you don't know how to define our relationship? That plus she cheated? No way any man should put up with that. It gets worse though. 
he hangs out with a guy she cheated with. I'm grateful for that it happened today. This person and I were friends. Yeah, we go to the movies. We do stuff together. Oh my God! Oliver goes to the movies with him. Imagine you are in a relationship with a woman. You've been together for over a decade and have a child together. You are basically married. Thirteen years into your relationship, she cheats on you. You become friends with the guy, and you are grateful for that experience. What in the hell? Not to mention, this chick basically admits that she is a liar. And I shared to him directly also that I do want to continue to see this man intimately, and I do want to continue to explore this.、Um, this was really, really hard for me because I would, before that, never be so straightforward and open and honest. I would always hide things for fear that I would lose Oliver. This whole time, you talk about what a great guy Oliver is and how you love him so much. You don't love him. You treat him like garbage. You openly admit that your natural response is to lie to him about serious events. That's not love. Then, when he expresses that he's been hurt by what you did, you say, "Screw you! I'm going to do it anyway." And on the other side, I also did not want to lose Oliver. So. What happened was that I dive deeper into the idea of open relationship, free relationship. But the truth is that Oliver and I we were still so much in the beginning. Oliver was still very much hurt by the whole situation because I, yeah, I was, I was not gentle with him. I would say because I really, really just continued to do what I wanted to do. I wanted to see this man. I wanted to explore this with him and. Uh, it was kind of like Oliver had to deal with it in a way. There she goes again, using soft language. I wanted to explore this. He had to deal with it. Please, saying things in a soft voice and using soft language does not make it okay. Stop lying to make yourself look good. You will only make yourself more miserable, and everyone outside of the relationship can see right through it. This was not a light discussion. This was probably a huge fight. Where the end result was basically, I know you want a committed relationship. I don't care about you, so I'm going to do what I want. Just accept that I'm going to cheat on you. And I am sure she used much harsher language than that when he first found out. She then essentially describes a breakup where he moved out, which is a healthy reaction to this. But for some reason, he came back. Here's the best part. She says, "I want an open relationship." So he says. Okay, he goes out to find other girls, and she gets pissed. So he started to go on Tinder, I think, and then met this other woman. And apparently, they had a really beautiful connection. I checked his WhatsApp. I read his WhatsApp messages. It was very intense, on very sexual. The way they talked, it just was a lot for me. And I got super, super jealous. I made life super hard for him as well. And it was not easy for him to explore that romance with this other woman because me, I was super jealous. This woman is an absolute sociopath and does not care about how other people feel. She invades his privacy by checking his phone. Then she gets mad at him for finding someone else. Just like she did, and it's not like this was out of the blue, like it was with her. They had already agreed to have an open relationship, and he was simply cashing in on the agreement. How does it feel? Oh, you don't like it? I wonder why. This is why polyamory doesn't work. People have a singular focus. 
We can't handle multiple people in a relationship. What ends up happening in these situations is one or both sides get jealous and the relationship breaks down. This is bad because relationships are about children, not hedonistic pleasure, particularly when you already have a kid. She is a complete hypocrite. She talks all about being healthy on her channel, but has provided a completely toxic environment for her child. Man, I felt like I really, really needed to explore this other side of me. And I felt it was just of immense importance for my personal growth as well. Personal growth? She cheated on her boyfriend, lied to him about it. When he found out about it, they got into a huge fight where he moved out. He moved back in. Then she bullied him into an open relationship. He participates in the open relationship. She gets pissed invades his privacy, and gets into more arguments. Does that sound stable to you? Does it sound like she's growing as a person? Do you think her child is not going to notice this stuff? Not that she cares about children. She's already had two abortions. Oh, had two abortions. Or no, we had one abortion, another abortion I did before that because I just was freaking way too young. I would not have been mentally capable of taking care of another child, of a child. Okay, so how about doing the responsible thing and give the kids up for adoption? Adoption always seems to be the elephant in the room. I've said this on this channel before, but it's damn near impossible to get pregnant if you are using birth control properly. Certainly, it's an act of God to get an unwanted pregnancy twice, so we can assume that Edina is not a very responsible person. Yet she gives advice on how to have safe sex. I don't know what she did when she had the first two pregnancies, but currently she charts her menstrual cycle as her contraception, which is completely stupid. Menstrual cycles change for all kinds of reasons, and it's very easy to screw that up. How is Adina's child going to look at this when he grows up? Oh, I guess I was the one that you decided to keep alive. So what makes this kind of person? I'll get to that, but first, let me tell you about this video's sponsor, Dr. B. Real, and his book, Surviving Fourth Wave Feminism. Surviving Fourth Wave Feminism is a great insight into how feminism operates and how it has taken control over Western politics. If you want to go into depth on how their tactics work, then Dr. B. Real has made it easy for you. This book is concise, uses real-life examples, and is entertaining throughout. You can purchase your copy of Surviving Fourth Wave Feminism, Volumes 1 and 2, on Amazon.com by following the links in the description. Alright, let's look at Adina's past. There was a Draw My Life video that she did where she said that she was born to a 19-year-old single mother. She hasn't heard from her dad since she was 11 years old. After her dad left, her mom hooked up with the first Chad that she saw and then immediately introduced him to her daughter. Not a good move for a child. Her mom lit her apartment on fire and almost killed them. She had an even more unstable environment because her mom and her mom's boyfriend moved around a lot. That's traumatic to a kid. She described the urge to constantly run away. Kids only want to run away when they're being abused. When she was between the ages of 11 and 14, one of her peers stole her clothes when she was at the beach, so she had to walk home naked. That's child-on-child -child sexual abuse. Now, she's not specific about this next one, but she mentioned that she trusted someone, and he abused her. Based on the way she described this in the video, I'm guessing she was raped. At this point, she was either 14 or possibly an adult. 
A rape at high school age or adult age, especially by someone you invited into your life, almost always leads back to child molestation from a young age. Anywhere from about 0 to 10 years old will set you up with a psychology that will have you consistently inviting abusers into your life, including rapists. Child molestation would also make a lot of sense considering that Adina heavily sexualizes her Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube accounts to the point where it's borderline porn. She even shows herself naked in one of her YouTube videos. No, I'm not going to show any of it. I don't want to get kicked off of YouTube. However, sex workers and people who are very open with their sexuality are almost always untreated victims of child molestation. And last, she was a drug and alcohol abuser. Needless to say, she has a lot of evidence of extreme abuse when she was a child. She also says this. Any relationship with any human being, may that be with parents or with a close friend or with our romantic partner, it has to be flexible because people will hurt you, people will fuck you up, people gonna lie to you, say things that are not true to you, for you, say things that you don't like, and what can we do about it? There you have it. I can't trust my parents. I can't trust my close friends. I can't trust my romantic partners because people will hurt you. They will fuck you up and they will lie to you. So she prevents that by becoming someone who lies and hurts people. She's going to make sure that she hurts them before they hurt her. As I always say, it's not your fault if you have been abused, but it is your fault if you carry out that abuse on other people. Adina is most certainly abusing other people and it's all under the disguise of, no guys, this is all about spiritual growth and learning. I'm a better person now. Really? Then why is your video titled, My Life is a Mess? Your spiritual growth has made you miserable. Again, I'm sorry you were abused as a child, and that's not your fault, but what you are doing is completely unacceptable. People frequently ask me how to easily spot people like Adina, so here's a trick. Pay attention to what people say. Crazy people always have certain catchphrases they use. One of them is, I'm spiritual. I'm a wild spirit. I'm free-spirited. I'm always seeking new adventures. But I'm a fire being as well. As a former yoga teacher, I have been around a lot, I mean a lot, of quote, spiritual women. These women are just using spirituality to avoid actual effective treatment for their childhood trauma. Doing a bunch of yoga poses, becoming a vegetarian, and counting prayer beads is not going to fix your psychological problems. When it comes to spirituality, there is no compulsion to actually become a better person. All it is is just believing in past lives, drinking out of glass instead of plastic, and believing in outdated descriptions of personality like astrology or Ayurveda. None of this has anything to do with fixing actual problems. A woman saying she is spiritual is a red flag. Why is it a red flag? Because spiritual women like Adina, who come from chaotic childhoods, do not feel comfortable in stable relationships. If they are in a stable relationship and someone is not creating chaos for them, they will create the chaos themselves. They will start fights. They will try to make you jealous. They will lie and cause drama. And they will try to bring other people into the relationship like Adina did. That's what polyamory is about. It's about her trying to sabotage a healthy relationship 
because she has not yet gone through any real treatment and can't handle stability. Without fail, they always do this. They either hook up with an abusive guy and get abused by him, or they hook up with a nice guy and start abusing the nice guy. Adina has done both of those things. Adina is the perfect example of why you don't associate yourself with untreated childhood trauma survivors. They will constantly try to destabilize your relationship, and they will act out their abuse on you and your children, just like Adina is. Eventually, Adina stops seeing the other guy, Oliver cancels his other relationships, and things get better. During this time, actually, I stopped seeing the other men because I was so involved with Oliver. I was so scared also of, of losing Oliver. And so I did not see this other man for almost a year. And yeah. And then actually it started to be really nice again at the end of the year between Oliver and I. Somehow you stopped seeing the other women everything was more peaceful surprise surprise when people don't have affairs going on outside of their relationship their relationships are more stable and happier who would have thought and magically when she cannot handle the newfound stability she cheats on oliver again and the relationship goes to crap somehow i don't know I started to see the other men again because also I feel so drawn to his spirit, his is the, the 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 different way of being that he has and the different things that he's bringing out of me. Not even just as a romantic partner, but even as a friend. So I went back to see him beginning of this year, and again I didn't fully disclose the whole situation to Oliver. Not only did she cheat on him again, but after talking about how much she has grown and how she has learned that lying is bad, she lies to him again too. Actually, she lied to both of the guys. Oliver only found out that she was cheating because he asked the other guy who was also surprised because he thought Adina had told Oliver what was up. Both Oliver and the other guy were not happy about this. I'm not sure what this video is supposed to be, but she framed it as an apology video. The structure is, I did this wrong thing, but now I'm learning. However, over and over again, she insists that she did nothing wrong, but is somehow learning from her mistakes, even though she constantly repeats them. Me, I'm such a warrior, I'm such a fighter, but I'm coming more and more to conclusion that it is okay to be who I am. It is okay to desire what I desire. I'm still lovable. I'm still a good person. I'm a strong woman. Yes, she actually said that. No, Adina, you are not a good person. You are a cheater who is abusing her child. You aren't strong either. You are lying because you are afraid of the consequences of telling the truth. You said that yourself. That's not strong. She's acting like the victim here when she is clearly the villain. This is quite possibly one of the worst apologies I have ever seen. She does not feel guilty for harming her boyfriend or her child. She does not take responsibility for her behavior. In fact, she actively tries to cover it up by using euphemisms. And she does not change any of her behavior after receiving negative consequences. If Oliver stays with her hoping she will change after all of this, then he is an idiot. She is even out there giving other people advice on how to be polyamorous so that they can have miserable lives just like hers. 
What good has she done? She is not just harming her own relationship, she is harming other people's relationships too. Oh, and guess what? She's pregnant with another child. Now, I'm pregnant. <laughs> well, that child is probably going to get aborted considering how bad her relationship is. And I'm very confused. I don't know what to do about the pregnancy. What's there to do? You either have it or you don't. The indecision is her deciding on whether she wants a third abortion or not. Now her excuse for this behavior is that she's following her cravings. She is just going to follow whatever whim she has. She is free-spirited. Well, look at where being free-spirited has led her. By self-report, she is a miserable 36-year-old. This is a life strategy that does not work, so naturally, she keeps repeating it and wondering why she's not happy. If you want to be happy and have a good life, then you cannot simply follow whatever compulsion you have. Think about it with diet. I have cravings for junk food and high-calorie foods all the time. Should I indulge in that? No. If I indulge in all the junk food I want, I will become obese, and that will lead me to having a whole crapload of other problems. Limitation is what creates happiness. Limitation is what creates actual growth. Like learning a language. There are so many people out there who are like, I know 12 languages and I'm only 25 years old. Okay, are you fluent in those languages? Or do you just kind of know a few phrases in those languages? For example, if you are claiming that you're fluent in Japanese as well as 10 other languages, are you telling me that you can also read in Japanese? You're telling me, while studying 10 other languages, that you had time to memorize 2,000 kanji plus every kanji they combine with? You had time to memorize 20 to 30,000 words and all the subtle meanings of each word? Think about words like cool in English, which have multiple meanings that are unrelated to each other. It's the same in Japanese, and it's the same with every other language. Every time I see these polyglots claim that they can speak Japanese, along with 10 other languages, they are always saying really basic stuff like, My favorite food is fish, and when I was 10, I went to England. Any beginner can say things like that. If you are saying that you are fluent in a different language, then are you also saying that native speakers don't have a ton of trouble understanding you? Because certainly, a lot of people claim they can speak English, and I can only understand half the things they're saying because they don't know how to pronounce words properly, or they're using the wrong word entirely, especially when it comes to technical language, like describing a problem or how to do something. So, you can be good at two, maybe three languages, or you can be good at one language and suck at 13 other languages that you claim to be fluent in. That's why you need limitation. You can be good at some things, or you can try absolutely everything and be good at nothing. If you want success, then you have to take all the options that you have and choose which ones you want the most. So if it's a language, do you want to be fluent in Japanese or German or French or Spanish or Chinese? You can't choose all of them, you can choose one, maybe two of them. Or let's say you're programming a mainstream video game. Do you want to be a graphic designer? Do you want to be a storyteller? Do you want to do music? Do you want to do voiceover? If you want to be a professional, then you can't choose all of them and still be highly skilled. It's more work than one person can ever do in a lifetime. If you try to get everything, you will be ineffective and end up with nothing. Some choices are better than others anyway, so spend time thinking about what you want and pick the best options.
And with that said, I think that's enough for this video. So if you liked it, hit the like button, subscribe if you're new, comment and share. If you would like to support this channel, then you can do so with PayPal, Patreon, or Subscribestar. You can find all of those links in the description. Last, if you haven't checked me out on Facebook, BitChute, Twitter, or Gab, you can also find those links in the description. Otherwise, thanks for watching, and I'll see you in the next video.